0: we are back welcome to another episode of more than a title this is episode nine from season four i'm your host as usual jared thomas chief revenue officer at outside the box digital to my right oh that's this way that, one, that, that <laughs> way. on that side on that way right. i got my
1: brother my brother from another mother. You already know your favorite CEO's favorite CEO, Chatty the CEO. What's good, baby? In the building, man. You already know the model, man. If it ain't bright, it just ain't right. Black is so boring. Thank God you got a <laughs> white shirt today. All summer you've been wearing black. You like it's like fish grease inside the podcast. That shit's so light, I can't even see the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't got no color. <laughs> <laughs> Colors in this motherfucker, you heard? And I know our special guests can appreciate the the use of of a, of a full full color palette. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. This. No, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, y'all! So you know we're gonna have some fun. We got a special guest today. Before, before we introduce this brother, as usual, man, shout out to our supporters, shout out to our fans, subscribers. Because of y'all, we growing and glowing every week. We got a crazy ep- a crazy lineup for you guys this season, and we and really ranking. appreciate the love and ranking. And, and ranking, ranking, baby, we ranking, ranking
1: because of the people, man. Without y'all, there's no us, man. That's so, a Fendi
0: fact. That's a Fendi fact, fact. fact. man. You shout know that deserves a
1: subscribers. Shout out to everybody. That's been reaching out in the comment section. Sorry if we, sorry if we haven't been able to get back to everybody. We're just being overwhelmed by the the support of love, man, and, and we appreciate it. And we're using all the trust me. If you give us feedback, we are taking it in internally, negative, positive, it doesn't matter. All feedback is good, and we are applying it to make us have a better show for you.
0: That's it. Yeah, I'm saying this boy ready to pause today. <laughs> <laughs> this boy ready to pod. Yeah. But man, we got we got an interesting episode for you guys today, man. Yeah. We met this brother organically. First of all, shout out to our other guest, P.Y. Shout out to Patricianus, he who's on episode four. P.Y. Yeah. introduced us to this brother, and this brother is, is amazing, man. So he's basically from Lexington. He created a company called Horse Kicks. Um, is creating custom one-to-one orders in classic colorways. He's a lifelong sneakerhead. He studied the art and shoe decon and recon at the shoe surgeons academy. Now he's pioneering a whole new genre of footwear never before seen in the sneaker game. Never. Let's introduce our guy, founder of horse kicks, Marcus Floyd, baby. What's good? Uh, what up, man. world? What up with you, world? A,
1: get that man the horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you have I'm- <laughs> I just want to say, brother. And I'm not being funny but like you have entered a space that I don't even think any of us would have ever thought the urban sneaker market would ever go
2: yes, congratulations crazy.
1: to you to being a trailblazer just mm-hmm. introducing a whole new market to what people would have been like urban sneakers on horses like
3: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: so congratulations to you man you you have you have officially become a, a, a trailblazer and a, and a pioneer in your lane. And I'm I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm yeah. excited to see right. where this goes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Shit, let's start, yeah, Let's start from there, bro. Let's. Yeah. What yeah. made yeah. you come up with the idea for sneakers for horses, bro? Did yeah. you did you love horses? Did you grow up around them? Like, I'm just curious where the concept came from.
3: So, man, I live in Lexington. Obviously, um, we dubbed ourselves as the horse capital of the war of the world. So, you now with that being said, man, I got contacted by a ad agency in like June, July of last year mm-hmm. and uh crazy concept, man. They was like, we want to bring uh, you want, we want to put focus on Lexington during the uh, breeders cup. So we've decided to make sneakers for horses. Can you do it? And uh, you know, naturally, man, sometimes when you hear wild ideas like that, you might shoot them down, man. But I thought to myself, man, this could be big. So uh, yeah, I accepted it, man. I, you know, I told him like, yeah, let's, let's, let's run it. So, you know, the rest was history, man. So, really, the ideal to make sneakers from the horses is 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 from the geniuses at uh, the Cornet Group in Lexington, Kentucky. You know, they're a, a local ad agency, man. Okay. Uh, you know, by the grace of God, man, they hit my line. And, uh, you know, we was able to, to make it work.
0: Mm. Hmm. I, I, I've, I've got a
3: few
1: follow-ups. I know you're thinking the same thing. I'm thinking, Chad. Because, right. you know, I got questions. I'm not even yeah. going to hold you like... My, one of my first questions is, even if you're a sneaker designer, right, even if you're a sneaker designer, thinking about on the level of just taking a sneaker and designing a sneaker versus creating a sneaker from scratch big enough to fit a horse's foot, like right. just, just the mechanics of getting in touch with factories or a manufacturer, you know, s- from start to finish. What, what what did you even think about that process before
3: you actually said yes? Like, did you think oh, like, no. to me? No, nah, I I don't um you know I I, I know I, I trust my abilities, man. So I okay. knew what I was capable of. Wow. Okay. Uh, I I heard you mention manufacturers like, nah, these are all handmade, dog. So, you know, I made a hundred percent of it. Woo. Yeah, there ain't no manufacturing <laughs> in it. <laughs> for handmade, yeah. bro. Woo. Ah. Yeah, handmade, man. So um, uh, right. you know, the first thing, man, I had to I checked the internet, I was like, what does a sneaker for a horse even look like? But then I realized right. There ain't nothing out there at all. So I didn't, I, I, couldn't, you know, base my design off of anything that's currently on the market. Uh, I had to pretty much do it all myself. So, you know, I, I figured out what a hoof looked like. And they had a couple of, um, they call them horse boots, man. But they don't look like a sneaker. So I used that as a base, man. And, and then I just drew over top of it until I was happy with the design. That's how that came about. Wow. That's wild, bro. Handmade. Yeah. He said, yeah, handmade. So the biggest thing, man, is in the beginning, I told him, hey, we need to buy the sneakers. That way it keeps us safe. Um, So the the first original ones that you see, I actually we actually bought the sneaker. uh, I decon, which is deconstructed them. And uh, then I pieced it all back together, man. So that's what you see. So every every sneaker you see, man, was was originally a Yeezy, a Jordan 1 or a New Balance. Wow,
0: that's Mm -hmm. crazy, bro. So what? What I'm yeah. curious, but I definitely want to get into the creation of it, bro. But even prior to the creation, what was your brand like before the ad agency reached out? What were you doing prior to that that made them want to reach out, right, to you specifically?
3: So that's the other crazy story, man. Like, I feel like my brand was popping, man. Like I said, I always trusted my talent, but mm-hmm. it definitely wasn't where it was at, you know, now with, with Horse Kicks. But prior to that, man... Um, you know, i had been doing sneakers for celebrities and stuff. You know, I mm-hmm. did uh, prior to that. I did some for Sean Stockman of Boys and Men. Uh, I did some for Isaac Keys of Power. Um, I did those, a pair, those black and silver ones. What's up? They were like black and silver. Yeah, I did three pairs for him. Oh, yeah, that I, I, was, I, I uh, seen
1: the black and silver. I was like,
3: I don't yeah. really
1: remember those hitting the market. Okay, so yeah, you?
3: Yeah, no, 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 no. That's you. Gator man. It's one hundred
1: percent. Well, only when I seen yeah. them, I'm like. I don't I don't remember those hitting the market. Mm-hmm. Yo, those was a fly pair. The black is that man.
3: Fly here, so, yeah, I was I I've I've been dealing with celebrities prior to horse kicks, man, but but like you said, man, it it was something so different putting our culture into the horse world. Right. Man, it was, it was like uh, salted caramel or something, man. But you know what right. I'm saying? That it was just something so different, man, and unique to the world that then you know went uh you know it went viral globally, man. So you know, was the big thing. I mean,
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't see how you wouldn't go viral globally because number one, the horse game, you already know, right? We're talking Correct. money, right? Correct. Money of money, money. They all love horses. They all own stables and stuff. So you already mm-hmm. know that just the horses by itself connects you with a certain market that Correct. is only limited, right? Now, the urban market now is the sneaker game. You know what correct, I mean? So it's almost like a marriage that nobody thought to make that's like correct. common sense that's like how could this lose? Especially mm-hmm. if you get it right and it looks like you nailed it, bro. Yeah, Look like you
3: nailed it. So so think about the optics of it, you know, we are yeah. talking about culture, man. So even so every every little detail on my end I thought about was even when I even when I made the shoe, man, I made mm-hmm. sure that I laced it how we would wear our sneakers. So sneakers ain't tied, dog. Like, people don't even realize that, like, it connects to people. Like, oh, man, this horse got on sneakers, but he's wearing it like, you know, they're not tied up real tight. Right. It's like we wear our sneakers, man. Yeah. So every little detail that I put into the shoe all the way to the way that the shoes were laced, you know. So when they took pictures, man, they nailed it. And like you said, man, it um, it went viral to the point to where it's opened up so many doors for me. Like wow. I don't oh, think hey. people understand like how big it it got, and how many contexts I got through horse kicks.
0: That's fire, bro. Can you show one? I know you said you had one. Can you show one, bro? Because I, I uh, got. If you got man,
3: one, if you I, don't, I, I got one. So we definitely got to get into that story, man. But I got one back here okay. that uh almost got me sued. If y'all want not see that one. Oh, oh have you have know, to you order the title. You. You got yeah, 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 yeah. So, hold <laughs> up, man. We right got to push the envelope,
1: baby. You just know the clip is going to say this almost got me sued. <laughs> this almost got me
3: sued, man. So, let me let me back up so Yeah. So, man, the McFly's? You want, you the McFly? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold, hold the up. Mornings? Hold up. Oh, yeah. So, you know.
1: Oh, fire.
3: Oh
1: man! Hold up, let's, let's get
2: it right. Oh no, nah, that's game yeah. over. Yeah, we <laughs> can have a Marty McFly. Yeah. Hold on,
3: I, I gotta yeah. hit you with this right here. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it almost got me sued, dog. Yeah. It almost got me sued. Wow, so that's what man. we're going with. But exactly. there is a backstory behind it, man. So it's gonna open up some more juicy conversation if y'all want yeah. that. Yeah. No, no, so wait, I, wait, go uh,
1: ahead. I don't want to get into that. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. I want to uh, talk about. I want to yeah. warm up. Yeah. Let's warm up to this thing, right? So uh-huh. yeah, Joe, you want to jump in or you want? Yeah.
0: No. In? I, what I'm thinking, bro, yeah. is like, all right, the ad agency reached out with this idea and concept. Right. I'm right. curious what kind of research went into it because they were like, yo, how does that fit on the horse? Does it feel comfortable
3: for them? Right. Do they run nope. well
0: in that? Like, is it just a, a aesthetic thing? Right.
3: So It's crazy, man. Like when they reached out, and shout out to Jonathan Spaulding, uh, that's the homie that reached out to me, man. That's you know, he works wow. for Cornette, uh, man. So when they reached out to me, he was just like, Man, we just needed to look like it's for a horse because you know, it was all about the ad for them.
1: Gotcha. But I seen a bigger
3: picture, I was like, Nah, I need to make this wearable so that if there's any orders after that, I'm able to supply people gotcha. with you know, supply and demand.
0: Wait, wait, one second. That- uh,
3: Class in session,
0: y'all. You already know.
1: We're still in the second yep. with yep. this We early, yeah. Yep. I mean, so I'm I'm, they- I'm amazed by this. Get ahead, bro. I'm just I'm just amazed by yeah. like how, how how intellectually like robust your mind is to create something like this. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah,
3: it's yeah, sure it's amazing. nuts, man. It's uh, crazy. people ask me all the time how I did it, man. And for me, I tell them, and they may or may not believe me, man. But I just seen it in my head. It's like I pluck it out yeah. in my head, man, and and then. I can literally see anything I create, like, right there in front of me. And then, you know, I'm just able to put it out there into the world, man. So, uh, but anyway, with the sneakers, man, like I said, I, I did do a mock-up. Um, and then after that, I, I tore one of the shoes that I had here. And, uh, you know, we just did some mock-ups, man, with it until I was happy with with the look of it. And and that was the first prototype. So, the shoe that everyone sees, man, I actually hate that, that that's the, the face of horse kicks. but yeah. <laughs> that was a prototype, man. It was something real quick. They gave me like a tight deadline and I really wanted to project. So I came up with something, man. I shot it to him and I didn't hear from him for like a couple months. So I shot him back. Like, hey, hey, man, you know, what's up? D- did y'all like it? And uh, fortunately, man, they loved it. And like I said, just the rest is history from there. But
0: but how, how did you make it? So what kind of research you did personally to make sure that this was wearable? Because, like, once again, right, the agency came up with the idea. Mm-hmm. They want to do the photo shoot. They want the PR, the branding. You're like, no, this is an entire business model that I can create out of this because it's obviously a need in the market. So how did you go into making it wearable for the horses? Like, what does that look like?
3: So... The way that I, I didn't really have to so my research with that was man, like I mentioned before, was finding a boot that was already on the market. So mm. my original designs are based around a horse product that's already on the market. It's just glam. It. Yeah. It. So it's already been approved. Uh people have people have already been putting it on their horse. So I just took it and made it look like something. So okay. you, know, you know there wasn't much research that had to go into it because the research had already been done. I, I pretty much can take any sneaker that, that I wouldn't call it a sneaker, I can pretty much can take any horse boot that's currently on the market and, and just make it look like, you know, a sneaker, a boot, a crop, pretty much anything, man. I,
0: I never even knew there was a horse boot. I just thought yeah. it was the hood. Well, there's definitely yeah. boots. There's
3: definitely never seen yeah, there's boots.
1: Yeah, a lot of times um, um, they use them for warmers, right? Right before they run, mm-hmm. they put the booties on them to warm their feet. And stuff like that, right before they run for the for you know what I'm saying. Um, I've seen those a lot, you know what I mean. But like I said, I've never seen a you know obviously a designer sneaker horse is God knows four or five hundred pounds, and you understand what I'm saying. Just the the pure weight of the horse and it's all muscle to to stand on something like that has to be. Constructed in a way where it just doesn't rip apart instantly once he takes a, a stride right. or two.
0: Yeah, you, you don't know. want that shit Zion Absolutely, on you. Absolutely right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah,
3: so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Can't have that, man.
1: His craftsmanship, right? Not only did he design the sneaker, but it's durable enough for the horse to wear and it not just totally rip apart with a gallop.
2: Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? So that, again, like
1: just the, that goes into a testament of, of the, the quality of his product. So I want to talk about the product, right? Now, when you're producing these products, these products are a one of one, right? Which makes them now, Correct. each one unique. Correct. Right? Correct. I'm just off the top of my head, I'm saying, what do you what did you use as a pricing model? Like, how do you even now? This is a new industry that has never seen this, this item that you're Correct. creating. Each one is custom. Like, how do you even you don't have to give us specific numbers, but how did you even come up with like a pricing model where it's like, not too high, not too low, but I have to get the value of this this
3: authentic piece. So man, there's <laughs> there's so many crazy stories with this, man. Listen. <laughs> um so the pricing model, man, I just based the original price, man, that I charged the Cornette group mm-hmm. and visit Lex to do it for was just based strictly off of uh materials and based off of uh the time that it was gonna take me to, you know, figure out how to make them and to make it, right? Okay. So that was roughly I think the first sneaker, I probably was right around like 1100 And then, uh, you know. Low, low. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so right. but that was one hoof now. Right. That was right. one hoof. All right. four yeah. right. hoof. One hoof. One <laughs> hoof. <laughs> not, not a set, though. Just one hoof. Right? So, right. Af- after I got done with the set, man, so we just kind of stuck with the same pricing. They put that price out there, so it's not a secret. Right. That's. I think that's really what what got me a, a letter from Nike, man. Honestly. Wow. That they seen everybody was so like caught up on the price per hoof. Like if you look at every, um, if you look at every article, they mentioned twelve hundred dollars per hoof. Like right. it's it's on every article. So they was really caught up with the price of it. Um, so at that point, man, I just I just let it ride. You know, right. there was right. Yeah. Fire. That's, like, know, the, I mean, that's it's,
1: like the gift and the curse, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like the Correct. gift and the curse. Like, It's my prototype. I might make mistakes. I didn't perfect it. This was the number Correct. I gave it for giving me the shot at it. But now Correct. you keep raising it up. Is everybody like, that's a good number.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd yeah. be amazed, man. I, I had so many emails at that price. No haggle. Like, hey, we want it. Like, um, the Prince of Dubai, man, wanted 10 sets off the dribble. Wow. <laughs>
1: Right on the money. Right on the money. That's crazy. I just want to, I just, again, like in your lifetime, right? In your lifetime, right? We're not saying that people don't believe that they could achieve great things, but just think Mm -hmm. about what you just said. Like the Prince of Dubai, he called you or he, he, however, he got Mm -hmm. in contact with you, he reached out to you. Yeah. Said, this is what I need.
3: Yeah. 10 sets.
1: Right. You understand? Off the dribble. Yeah, yeah, that's huge.
0: No questions asked. No just like, y'all need asked. them by this date.
3: Right. There was tons of people like that, though, man. Yeah. But Fire. At, at least another crazy story, man. Yeah, tell it. No, no, let,
0: let us go, bro. I've I, got some. Sure my
3: time. Listen, we got it's gonna time. Segue, it's going to segue to my, <laughs> my Marty, man. It's going to segue it. to my Marty. It's going to segue it. to the Mags, man. So, man, so obviously, man, it went viral within the week. Within days, obviously, you know, first day, man, it was crazy. I was telling Jared that uh, probably within the first couple of days, man, I probably got like two thousand followers within the first couple hours or day that it that horse kicks dropped. And uh, but that opened up a lot of other eyes, man. Like I said, Nike sent me an email, and within seconds, my Instagram was deleted. And, what? Uh, it was a cease and desist. Yeah, it was ce- it was a cease and desist, wow. man. And uh, so. Then I get all these orders wanting the the Nike horse kicks that I can't supply because I've gotten this cease and desist.
0: Quick question with that, though, bro. So mm-hmm. they send you a cease and desist letter, right? Is there any contact that, that you could reach out to at that point to work out a licensing deal? Because at that point, you have identified an area in the market that they have not supplied that you can, right? So I would be thinking, yo, they I'm su- yeah, but They own it.
1: Yeah, no, but you still can be like, yo, who's not going to take additional revenue? You do a rev split. It's a, the you're not talking about a small upcoming company. You're talking about a billion dollar probably yeah. one shoe. They don't they, why would they need the rep split with him? Now that they see that it's done, they got all the engineers, they got all the factories, they could take literally his idea, patent it before him, trademark it before him, and just and just take it from him. Why would they rep split with no, they, they, I'm that's
0: saying, that's the, the honorable moral thing? Obviously, most yeah. companies won't do that, right? Yeah. So that but that's the that's the that's the, the gift and the curse right now. So now yeah. you sold the these different products, using utilizing those products, right. do you continue to do that, or do you create your own sneaker with your own branding and then go
3: from there? Hey man, listen, I'm already working. Yes, sir. I got a prototype. I got a prototype in the midst, but 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 let me tell you the rest of the story now. Yes, please, sir. Please. Yes, sir. So so this guy right here. So obviously, man, you know they they had my Instagram deleted. I had to start a new Instagram, and uh, I ain't gonna lie, man, it pissed me off because. Really, I was just the artist. I hadn't owned Horse Kicks at this time. It was mm-hmm. still owned by the ad agency. They own they Horse Kicks. They own the website. Mm-hmm. They own everything associated with it, but they, they deleted my account. So it pissed me off, man, to the point to where I was like, all right. So I had my cousin, uh, shout out to Blake, design this uh, logo for me. And as you can see, it's the it horse. looks like a swoosh, but yeah, it's but definitely it's a horse. horse, man, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I did this and I made a hoodie, man. I made a hoodie and I wore it and it was on uh the front of uh the Washington Post. And, uh, yeah. So it was on the front of the Washington Post, right? right. So then I get a letter from the personal lawyer and says, "Hey, we respect your talent, but knock it off. You know, we we can't pretty much govern like the quality of it. You know, a lot of people and they sent me like all these um screenshots of people asking for the nike horse hoodie asking for the nike horse kicks
2: right and it was
3: like we don't know the quality we don't know anything so you know this is it was a pretty much another like hey this is another cease and desist and they said they didn't like the logo it was too close to the, the swoosh so
1: mm. yeah I mean, so I see the logo. It's based off the stallion, the stallion. Um, Correct. Design, Correct. Right? Based off the stallion design, which I love the stallion um, design. You know, they're supposed to be one of the, you know, the top red horses. Mm-hmm. To have. Anyway, um, but what they're going to say is not the horse itself, but because it still has part of the swoosh. Remember. Yeah. Trademark and license. Not only do you trademark and license the logo itself, but it's the dimensions, right? It's the dimensions right. that create the logo, right? So mm-hmm. how big, you know, how wide it is at its widest point, the, the angle of the curve, all of that. Yeah, goes
0: pause, 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 pause.
1: He paused. Right. <laughs> I knew it, was it. You couldn't let it rock, bro. I, I knew you, you couldn't just go. <laughs> he couldn't let it go. Let it go. He's out of control. He's not, like, I knew he was gonna let it go, bro. He was, I was, he trying was to potting be with it. He was
0: potting, he was potting, bro. My bad.
1: So <laughs> you know, they do that, they do that because technically that's their IP, that's their intellectual property. Correct, correct. Um, the same thing happened with the cool Kai kid, you know yeah. What I'm yeah, and not only cool Kai, but I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they finally um, sent a cease and desist to um, Babe and Ape because Babe and Ape had copied um, low top okay. Air Force Ones and did that Correct. also. They so Nike's kind of been on this tangent now.
3: Oh, yeah, they've been on it.
1: Yeah, they've been on it recently because now they see a lot of people are profiting and they're like, Yeah, we're a billionaire company, but really, we don't need any more money. Really, they these little companies can't dent our market anyway. Instead right. of forming a partnership, uh, you know, they're just like, Listen, it's ours and cut it out.
0: No, but it can though. It can end up impacting you got to get it at the ground level. Like for for something like, like cool kai, bro, that's a cultural kick. You see how I'm popular guy just in New York, bro, and around right. the world. So right. now you let that shit spiral out of control. It, it, that's gonna yeah. take market share.
1: But yeah. but here's the thing. Here's the thing with with, with something like that, right? The cool kai though. You got rappers, and yes, we can make it big and stuff like that. Nike produces stuff for you know, NFL, you know, NBA, you know, they're they're in they're in events that Ku-Kai is not going to get into in the way that they're into it. You understand? They have contracts where, you know, the all-star jerseys and this and that. So you understand what I'm saying? They're so established and they're so locked in that a little, we're talking billions and billions and billions of dollars. Like, let's be serious here. You understand what I'm saying? Even if their market share drops 2%, who can't? They're all billionaires. Like, how much money do you actually need? No, let's be he, serious it right? is but but in
0: the it, in the right scenario it could be so impactful for their brain like imagine if i was cool kai right now imagine him reaching out to shador sanders right now to wear the cool cars on the field
3: i see i the see head. what chad saying though yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to it is it's kind of hard to transcend but i think that's i think that's why this scared them a little bit man because that's it now now that i'm in the shoe culture but right. i'm in a whole different market man that's and we're different. talking you about see, transcending just now the same. you in a different
1: market absolutely yeah. yeah yeah see you you're in a different you're in a whole different league and that's why i said you're a pioneer them right. being afraid of you i can understand because absolutely they don't even have a nike slide <laughs> i'm saying right. they don't have nike anything ain't no nike warm up towel for the t- nothing 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 for horses so by you entering that market technically you could take over that entire market and like i said who deals with horses? We know who deals with horses, right? Yeah, we know the yeah. money, right? So that's why they came after you as fast as they did, because they know that if you explode, you attack the money. Now that's completely different than cool Kai in the yeah. urban
3: market. Yeah, I agree. You understand? I mean, a whole new category yeah. for sure. It's a whole new category.
1: Yeah. You are an actual threat because if you dominate the market, then technically it's not them, it's not you going to them for a licensing deal, it's them coming to you now. yes yeah, cr- how do we do a partnership?
0: Yeah, right. created the proof of concept. And then and there's no there's no data to suggest what how big that category is either.
1: Exactly. So now you right. can name your price. You see? Because it's like like before Michael Jordan mom was like, we want PC on a sneaker, it was unheard of to make that kind of a deal. That's the position that you're in. If they come to you, you would set precedent by making yeah. a licensing deal with them and say, no, these are the terms and conditions that I want, take it or leave it. And of course, because they got the resources and the money, they're like, we're going to take it because we know we're going to make billions on the back end. Correct. Bill- Correct. But what I was saying,
0: though, to, to to get back to you, Marcus, bro, like what I was saying when I was saying with the Nike stuff, what's to stop you from doing a Dapper Dan play? As far as like yeah. the Gucci, right? Like you take, I'm taking your materials. I'm creating custom, custom design sneakers, right? For a
1: new category.
2: Yeah.
0: You can, why, yeah, but he, you got,
1: he, got, he got cease and desist letters and sued for that a couple times. Also, Dapper Dan is not... Yeah. Um, yeah, I read his book yeah, man. From, in, from from that kind of negative reaction. You just didn't hear about it as much because he's a little bit before your time. So you and then the internet wasn't prevalent at that point to share information. Right. But believe me, he did he does what's called 3D printing. They absolutely came after him.
3: Yeah, yeah. I read his book,
1: man. After him. Yeah, they absolutely My. came after him. And it was only through His connections, and we talk about the Black Book, is only through his connections that now are at those higher levels that now said, listen, this man is a genius. Why don't you bring him to the table? And then Gucci's like, well, listen, we see what you've been doing. We might as well have a partnership. Mm -hmm. But how many years did it take for that?
2: 25,
3: 30 years. Right. Right.
2: Playing the wrong game.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's part of it, man. I've I've had a conversation with myself. Like, do I want to take the risk and just keep doing it to the point to where they got to respect it and be like, hey, Um, you know, it's time to work because I I did read Depper Dan's, you know, book man, and that's what he talks about in there. They constantly raided his shop, took his stuff, yeah. But he just kept applying pressure, man, to the point to where they had to acknowledge like this guy's a force. He's making clothes better than what we make them, yeah. Um, and and they finally worked with him, man. But you know, there was a lot of heartache and pain in between, you know, that collaboration. So I I had a conversation with myself: Is that something? Is that a path that I want to go down? Do I want to continue to do what I'm doing or should I just step to the side and prototype my own? Because it's not like I'm competing with anyone else.
2: Right.
3: You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just there by myself. So right. technically I can step to the side and make my own and, and go from there. There's no one that I, I have to say like, well, you know, I'm competing with Nike or New Balance Adidas.
0: Have so, you ever designed your own sneaker before? I know you have deconstructed ones, but have you ever created your own, like drill your own designs for your own sneakers?
3: Man, that was next. You know, um, it would be the same process as as what I've done with with the with the next horse kicks that I'm dropping. But yeah. no, I haven't yet, man. You know, I haven't designed anything for like humans yet, but.
0: That's still dope, bro. Like, I could yeah. I, I'm just curious what like goes into that, bro. Like the, the creative process. I couldn't even think about drawing a sneak all I'm gonna think is about the ones, yeah. the 11s. i I'm gonna throw Pat leather oh, somewhere.
1: Exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. You absolutely could think about it because you're a true artist, just like he is. Yeah. Yeah. You're a musician. Think about how you think about lyrics and you don't write them down and you think about them and you memorize them in your head. You see something, you see where you want to go and you create the words. Yeah. In the mouth. The same thing that he does. It's no different than being an architect, being able to see the design and then draw it out when somebody says, "This is what I want," and then draw it out for them. You you have uh, what's called the true artist mentality, a mindset to be to be creative to that point. Your mind is just not programmed to do what he's doing. Yeah. because it's programmed differently but if you programmed it you could do the same thing because right. you have Perfect. that creative niche not a lot of people have it to that level but when you have it you have it you understand yeah. what i'm saying yeah. Thanks, so man. My, Don't, yeah my recommendation i'm gonna be honest with you man i'm just gonna be totally honest with you because you have technically all the market share i would just really step aside and bet it all on yourself. You got the the Stallion logo, I would just play with it a little bit more, take the swoosh out and redesign it with with something that you can use that is totally yours, trademark the shit and run with it all the way through. You understand what I'm saying? Because there's no, technically, the only problem is now that you are famous, like worldwide, now the clock is on you. You understand? Yeah. yeah. Because if somebody wasn't thinking about that shit before, they definitely thinking about it now. That's the problem, right? See, if you did it quietly and did all your research and then did it and then exploded on the market with it, it would have been nothing nobody could do with it. But by the fact that you even put this idea in their head and they're like, holy shit, this is possible. Now everybody's brain is like, oh, shit, the market ain't no market. Now people are going to be on it. I promise you, people are going to be on it. So now you're a little bit against the race of uh, time with being the first. But I definitely think, you know, keep doing what you're doing. But I would put more emphasis on just creating your own. That way you own the IP. You own the name. You own Everything outright, and that way, any success you take way more uh, percentage from than sharing and having to worry about legal, you know, litigations and things of that nature from using somebody. Right, else. right,
0: right. Yeah, I agree. I agree, yeah. especially at the grassroots level, bro. Right now, yeah, you
1: grassroots level, the
0: grassroots level, bro. Yeah. You could create a whole movement, a culture, a yeah. community, a community of, of horse breeders, right? Yeah. Like things yeah. like all you need is the one one that won a Kentucky Derby, one that's popping right now, one that's that's wearing your shoe.
3: Uh, I had one man. Yeah, I had there a. There you go, Hot Rod Charlie, man. I was supposed to do a prayer for him. He, mm. he won the Kentucky Derby a couple years ago. Damn. Ooh. See? See? Yeah. And you, know,
1: and you know what you could do too, Marcus? Right? You know, just like throwing things out there, right? When people, when people, you know. Um, Order a pair from you. It could be in your contract and say, "Hey, with you buying a pair, you agree to at least photograph your horse and you know give me the information mm-hmm. of your horse." It, it, it's almost like a, a shared a thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to buy the shoe, but it's not just buying the shoe. I, I need to become a part of the community, right? Right. You understand what I'm saying? And I need I need to know your horse's name and the information on your horse so that I can use it to to build mine and we we'll work together like that. And you can do that. And if they say no, then you can say, "Okay, well, I, you're not gonna have my shoe." You understand? Right. Because Right. You have the ability to build your community and build the terms and conditions that people follow. Mm -hmm. And with that, you you add more value to your brand. Right. So, for example, like, let's say we hit the the lotto today or tomorrow. Right. And we and Jarrett's like, I want that 100 EX, you know, Rolls Royce drophead. He's going to go to Rolls Royce. And you know what Rolls Royce is going to say to him? Do you own any other Rolls Royces? Do you at least have a Wraith? Do you at least have a Phantom? He's going to say no. They're going to say, well, go buy a, a regular Rolls Royce and then come back first
3: oh man i never realized that
1: absolutely absolutely a lot of these super luxury brands will not allow you to just enter their world because it's not about buying the product it's about are you gonna come into the community and become a part of this community the way we want you to be a part of this community. Because uh, It's not just a car, it's a lifestyle, right? That's why you never see any broken down Rolls Royces on the road, right? Think of it like right. a country club. Right, absolutely, right? Because mm-hmm. they ha- you, when you buy the car, you have to buy into the protection plan and the maintenance, there is no option, right? If there's something, right. more, we're coming to get it because we, we don't want no Rolls Royce rolling down the block squeaking and fucking flat. We yeah. like crazy. So it's the same yeah. thing. When you build your community like that, it's your community at this point. You can say, listen, this is what we require. We're building this community, but it can't just be you buying a shoe. It has to be you buying into the community itself.
3: Right. You man, know what I'm saying? And I,
1: and once you create that, man, if you think you skyrocketed now, man, to the moon, <laughs> to the moon, man, because that's what they do. That's what these really big brands do. Facts. Ferrari, Ferrari yeah. does it. Like I'm telling you, you, can't go buy an Enzo. I don't care how much money you got. Oh, let me get an right, Enzo. Right. Like he's on a 430. You got a 360 Medina. they like, no, go get one of those first, and then Shit. maybe have it for a year or two, and let's see how you treat it and how you maintenance it, and then we can talk about this this collector's item piece.
0: Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, I'm yeah. still, yeah, it's, it's so many ways, and we could we could talk a lot of that too, bro. But yeah. I'm also curious, like, what why you were going viral while the brand was exploding? Like I said, I know you told us the Prince of Dubai. What's another one? That was like holy shit, man! Like a mama, I made it. I can't believe this is happening, moment for you, bro. In terms of the
3: brand, uh, man, there were so many at once, man. It it just they all came at me, but you know, I was featuring in a like Vogue magazine. I was featuring mm. in a, yeah. Polo Lifestyle magazine, man. I, I remember being sandwiched in between like Prada and Gucci. Ooh, so, you know that was crazy. You know that's a physical magazine that you can buy. It's like the November edition. Um. There were several cats that reached out to me in the beginning, man, before my original account was erased that I, you know, I connected with and I still connect with one of them being a, a potential partner for me. So, you know, a lot of those was like every day it was something different. Like mama I made it. it you <laughs> know, I was getting those opportunities every day, man. So it was just crazy to see like all the different people reach out to me that was interested in um And just doing collaborations with me or just meeting me in general or you know, just talking business.
1: So yeah. No, I
2: like
0: I said, I think I think that's absolutely going to the moon. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's gonna go to the moon. So which which brings up another thing, right? Like, so as you grow in the business, like how how do you view people that wanna buy in, right? Like, say for instance, the Prince of Dubai reached out and said, Yo, this is a great idea. I believe in horse kicks. Like, what does
3: that look like? Cause that's, man, what that's what I would where be I'm at right now, me. so that's where I'm at right now, man. Um, just trying to figure out what that looks like because I'm still in the prototype form. But um, you know, currently right now, man, I'm in I'm in contract talks with a guy, man. He's he's a big dog too. I, I hope he's actually watching, man. I shot him, like I said, I shot him a text, mm. to let him know that I'll be on today. But uh, Jazz Prince, man, he he rides horses. You know, the horse game in Houston is big, man. Yeah, real big. Yeah, so uh, amongst okay. African-Americans. And uh, yeah. that's one thing that I didn't realize, and I don't think the world really knows that. So in Cali, you got the Compton Cowboys. And then uh, in Houston, you know, you got Jazz Prince and a lot of those guys, man. And they they really ride horses, man. So uh, he, he reached out in the beginning. You, you yeah. out of here. You out of so, here, bro. <laughs> you know, we, yeah, we've been locked in since like October, man. So we constantly texting back and forth, man. We trying to figure out what this looks like. And, um, you know, Dan Flamere, man, I know that the linking with him, it just, you know, like you said, man, shoot it to the moon. That's it, bro. That's it. Shout out
0: to Jazz and, and, and the, you know, everybody down in the H-Town, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, yep. you know, a, a lot of people don't understand that, um, you know, the African-American culture was was really big um, right. with riding horses. And, and and a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. that they were black cowboys and, yeah. and that nature. Um you know, just because it's not something that is emphasized a lot and, the, you know, the culture doesn't, doesn't really like, sub, not say support it, but they don't really know about it. When they think of cowboys and stuff like that because of the Western movies and stuff, you you see what's being portrayed. It's it's not our culture, right? So right, right. Not our culture. And when we are portrayed in those uh, facets, it's not as being a cowboy, right? It's more of a lesser, mm-hmm. a lesser role, like, you know, whatever shout, it is. Shout out
0: to Mario Van Peebles. Like, yeah. Posse.
3: Yeah. remember yeah. that posse movie <laughs> yeah yeah man hey man i'm, I'm an 80s baby so i definitely remember the remember posse man. yeah big daddy yeah. Kane and them, i remember that yeah. shit yeah man that's like the only
0: black
3: yeah. cowboy movie now there's a lot of cats man like even in lexington like they're starting to uh you know talk about they're ta- they're starting to talk more about you know the black um people that were into the, you know the horses like uh isaac murphy i believe he was a jockey yeah, you know what I'm saying. So in Lexington, man, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff around the city, man, that's honoring, uh, you know, African Americans in the in the in the horse community.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I just I want to take the time. I I know, I, and I know, I know you didn't do this on purpose, right? But we actually had one of the the ads ready for you, and you actually happened to wear like a yellow shirt, which kind of match matches mm. one of the ads that I found. So I wanna I wanna pull up one of the ads and just like you know what I'm saying, like fire you know what i'm saying
3: (laughs) like fire
1: just to show people like talking about over here like
3: that's that prototype man that i don't care to be seen man (laughs) but hey i had to get it out there real quick man (laughs) right right
1: But when you talked about the prototype that's why Mm -hmm. i laughed i was like yeah i got that ready yeah
2: (laughs) Uh i got that
1: ready for you um so actually this question now um let's talk time right because i'm curious right um what what time how long does it take from inception of you deconstructing one shoe to constructing the shoe and, and getting it ready for the horse's uh hoof? Like what's that time frame like for the creation of of one shoe? And then obviously we can double that and say a set takes this amount of time. What what's the time frame like for that?
3: So, man, a set to tear up a shoe, kind of fit it, piece it all together. You're probably talking about 10 to 12 hours, man. Okay,
1: 10 to 12 hours. Mm.
3: But a cool thing is so where they're saying that, you know, I can't, you know, do Nikes anymore. Yeah. I just make my own now. So I don't have to tear the shoe down and remake it. And it's cleaner right. that way. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have to fit pieces here and there. You know, it's not cut off at at places that I wish it wasn't. So, right. you know, I'm able to make a lot cleaner shoe right now. Right. And uh I, I just make it like I make a regular shoe, man. I put it on a shoe last and, and go from there. Well, actually it's a hoof, but a right. uh, similar process to how i make human shoes man
1: yeah so uh, my next question to you is so you said at the time you didn't own horse kicks right the ad Correct. agency owned it mm-hmm. right um at this time were you able to acquire horse kicks for your own
3: yeah so so that was the thing like i always be grateful to uh visit lex and the cornet yes. group yeah so after so you gotta understand man um you know they wrote their campaign out uh, so there's, like, three different parties here. So Visit Lex is, is the um, the, the or tourist or. group in yeah. Lexington. So yeah. they're trying to bring tourism to Lexington. Yeah. Um, so their campaign was successful, man. It, it it put a million, well, actually, it put almost four billion eyes on the campaign. So, yeah, four billion, man. Um, yeah, it's crazy. So, they, you know, that's what the Cornette, man, they've won so many awards off of that you know they got like 4 billion impressions in within like a month or so and um oh, yeah. you know so it was a job well done on them but anyways after their campaign was done they pretty much gifted me the website and and gifted me all the rights to it
0: gifted it that
3: shit yeah.
0: That's, that's fire. Me. Shout that's out true. to the Cornette group Shout for doing the right me. thing. Spike
3: Lee, yeah. man. Appreciate that's, it. Definitely.
1: That's what I'm saying, right? Shout out to doing the right thing. Correct. Shout out to doing the right thing, man. That is that's amazing.
3: Yeah. So, you know, that's always, man. Anytime it's they hit you me up. Me, no hassle, no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No hassle, no nothing, man. They they brought me in, they signed everything over. Wow. And um, you know, but we we're we're always gonna be connected at the at the hip with horse kicks, man. Right. So right. That's but you know right. what
1: that means too. That means they believe in you, man. I want Absolutely. you to, look, I want you to look deeper into that. They gave you that because that was them saying, "We know where you're gonna take this, and we don't mm-hmm. want to limit your opportunities." Facts. Yeah, That's what they said to you, they said, "Take this shit and fly."
3: So it's a, uh, it's pretty much twofold though. You gotta understand, like even with the rest of the story, like even getting the cease and desist from Nike. Yeah, and uh, so right around that time, their campaign was ending, like right around November. But you gotta understand. Luca Doncic reached out, his mm-hmm. people reached out. He's Jordan Brand. Yeah. So Jordan Brand had a sign off on it. The Mavs had a sign-off on it, and Luca had a sign-off on it. So I just told you I had a cease and desist from Nike.
2: Right. And mm-hmm. they
3: come back around with Jordan Brand and send me an official collaboration with them to do a shoe for Luca. So that's where that. the rest of the story went, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh,
1: hold, on hold on, hold on, I'm I'm well, gonna, gonna change the city. He need to change the city on this. I'm sorry, I gotta hit the air horn right now. I'm sorry. That, that, that's, hard. that's, that's hard work.
2: That, yes, that's major.
1: That's hard work, right? Because yep. um, for you to get the season that says and then turn around and get the collaboration for, and Luca is
3: huge. Mm, right? yeah, Luca like, huge, man.
1: Like, again, we're not talking somebody off the bench. Luca, who we talking? Luca, like everybody, yeah, Luca. Luca is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. for, so for them to, to send you a collaboration to say help design something. But
3: yes. was it
0: was it Luca's idea that reached out to Jordan and telling Jordan he basically told Jordan representatives to reach out to you?
3: I'm not for sure, man. I never got that backstory, but I know Jordan had to sign off on. I know Jordan Brand, who's under Nike, they had yeah. to sign off on it because the shoe they sent me, man, I had it for two months before it ever came out. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. You know, they That's sent fun. me a pair, man. I couldn't even wear them until the date that they dropped. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: they, they well, they'll they'll. I know for a fact they do that. Um, mm-hmm. when they especially when they make these custom pieces, or and, and they make the what's called the friends and the family pieces, the prototype. Yeah. Um, they'd tell you like I'm telling you now, we'll give them to you, but you better not put them on social media and this and if we see yeah. anything before the release date, like not only we came coming to get them back, but we'll sue you. Like they're big with that yeah. because they yeah, do they oh, do. I yeah know. They come out with a lot of prototypes and a lot of friends and families only ten of these in the world type shit. Yeah. They tell you, like, do not show these before this time. So, but right, that's right. you,
2: man. man are, you,
3: yeah. are you
1: nostalgic? What's up? Are you nostalgic?
3: Yeah, very much so, Well, so For me,
1: I'm not going to lie to you. Like, being in Vogue, I'd have that shit on. You say I got these paintings in the art yep. toys? That shit would be on my wall. Bro. I literally
3: was thinking the same
0: I'm
1: shit not gonna lie. I'm Bro, I'm not going to hold you. Uh-huh. The fucking prints of whatever. If that shit was an email, I'd have printed out the email like a, like a fucking graduation man. degree. Yeah, Put that shit on, like... So a lot of these things that you're doing out of one of one being involved, I hope I sincerely hope that you are Got saving it. these pieces, man. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely. No, no,
0: no. Even past saving these pieces, are it's you documenting document, process? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's how you build the community. Is showing them exactly how you created the horse kick, showing them why you came up with the idea, yeah. showing that Luca reached out, showing them that the yeah. prince reached out, and just have that. That could be your Netflix movie twenty years from now when you easily. up hundred M's easily. Yeah. When you up yeah. a billion, you know what I'm saying? This is how it started. I was on more than a title with Chad to drive. <laughs> we were yeah,
3: getting I'm adding it to it, man. This is big for yeah. me, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely going to add it to it, you know. Like on my website, if you go there, man. It, it has, like, a lot of the, you know, uh, articles and stuff I was featured in. You're able to go to it. Yeah. You'll have the logo, click on it, and, you know, you can see everywhere I've been featured at. This, uh, at some point, you know, I'll try to link it to my, to, you know, to my website, man.
1: But love that, bro. That's all love, man. Yeah, man. Not, I, man we 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 love. This is love, let me
0: man.
3: me tell you
1: something. I'm this is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes and we have a lot of great guests, but this this story is just like again, yeah. like know, so Marcus, we do this, we do this for the people, man. And I'm not being mm-hmm. funny like there yeah. are so many creative people in the urban community that have amazing amazing ideas but just don't have the the push or the the I can be his spirit, man. And when they hear stories like, "Yo, this dude designs sneakers for a whore. like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you're doing something that somebody would consider like Im- impossible to do. Yeah, doing it with flavor and style, like, it, like yeah. it's easy. And you're, you're, I'm telling you, you're you're gonna you're not gonna. I, I guarantee yeah, you're you, you already fired. Many of people that you probably have never, you inspired me, bro. Facts. Facts. What's
3: up, man? I appreciate
1: that. I'm officially a fan, bro, because I've seen your work. Like I said, I've seen your work without knowing it was your work, but now that I just hear your creative process and see what you've done with it, I'm I'm a fan. You got a fan in me, bro. I I believe in. it. What's up, man? I appreciate that. Yeah, Yeah. bro. You know you remind me of too. We gotta connect you with Samir. Yeah. Let me Uh, tell you. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. Right. But you know, once he said that, but then I was like, yo, Tamil. Tamil
0: yeah, all, y'all gotta retalk, talk
1: so bro. <laughs> I, got a, I got a guy that we we rock with. He's like family. Um, Real quick, he's a big fashion designer. He's been in Vogue, Vanity Fair. Europe loves him. He's releasing um his luxury line called Amiot, right? But he deals like in textiles. I mean, like he designs the pattern. I mean, all the way from baseline. Wow. Uh, he has, bro, this dude is like, Different. I call them the, the new Virgil Abloh, like 2.0. Like, you see what Virgil yeah. did? He's gonna yeah. trust when you hear about it, he's gonna do that shit. Times three. Mm. You and him, you and him, we're gonna that put guys, I promise you, we're gonna put you guys Definitely. together. You two guys together would be different. Oh yo, that would be. I I'm scared, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, no, but I just, I just love scared. I love
0: I love the mindset, bro. Like yeah, you said, so many it's so many brothers yeah. from the hood, bro. Like that have I I know mad brothers that decon, recon, yeah. I know brothers that that you know, um. Revital and rejuvenate the sneakers. Do all that, bro. Never heard of a category like that, bro. And I appreciate you for stepping outside the box and doing it. What I would love to see, bro, and I know you are, is I want to see you bet on yourself and go all the way with this shit. Because so much legs, bro. If I was you, too, I'm also thinking, bro, I'm reaching out to to Luke on Instagram. I'm reaching out to everybody on Instagram yeah. and I'm building those relationships because at the end of the day, it's the ground level. If they can get a piece, whatever the case may be, bro, whatever you can do to expose your brand to more audiences yeah. and show them why it's important because you're in Lexington, bro. That's a lifestyle down there. Yeah, yeah. that's a whole yeah.
2: lifestyle. Whole lifestyle.
0: Yeah. I would have never known, which, yeah. you know, which is a good segue. Like, because we yeah. Tell us what it's like in Lexington for our culture. Tell us like what's it like growing up in Lexington, bro. What, what, what do you do out
1: there, bro?
3: Man, Lexington what was is, the early uh,
1: years like for
3: Marcus. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. The like, years. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so where
0: you get the inspiration from? That's yeah. what I really want to tie it to.
3: Oh yeah. no, no man, I picked up a pen and pencil ever since I can remember. Like okay. I've been drawing. Like I used to get in trouble for drawing in like kindergarten and stuff.
0: You know what Damn. I'm saying? Like
3: to them, it was Marcus. You're not paying attention. You know because they're not really looking into everything. I feel like that I needed as a kid, man. So to them, it's like, hey, he's not paying attention. You're in trouble. But from the time I can remember from kindergarten all the way up, like I won so many awards for drawing and different things while I was in high school. And I also played football, though. So so naturally, man, I used to try to, like, paint my cleats during mm-hmm. some of the games before right. some of the games. And, um, I, you know, I didn't know no better. I was doing it with spray paint, man. So it would chip, you know, fall apart before the game was over, look a hot mess. But, um, you know, I, I let that go, man, after I got out of high school. And didn't pick it up until like 2015, you know, life was whooping me. I needed an outlet dog. Like, you know, I needed something to express myself to like, you know, just to get away from the real world. And, uh, man, I picked up a paintbrush. Like my wife actually, you know what I'm saying? She was my fiance at the time, man. She bought me a gift and I was supposed to, I was supposed to spend it on like cars, which is like my other passion. You know, I get into like old school cars. Okay. And, uh, I don't know what it was, man. Some told me like, nah, man, don't buy that. Like buy you an airbrush and some paint. And I've been on it ever since, man. So. But you Fine. see what I said,
1: right? I said he has an artistic mindset. So you have to be yeah. born with that fast twitch. You got to yeah. be born with that. You see, he said in kindergarten, he he, he was doing that. Oh, uh, yeah. In kindergarten. Yeah. And, yeah. When, and when he, and when he says, and and I, I have to touch on this point because I shared this thing um a lot of my life right a lot of times i would finish my work so quickly that i got fucking bored
2: yeah and
1: mm-hmm. now, now i got so much energy i don't know where to put it i don't know where to put it so a lot of a lot now what they're trying to do with, with our culture is they're trying to say with this ADD adhd we can't concentrate that's not true it's correct, just so advanced that the shit that you're teaching us is so minimal we learn it and we're like yeah but what's next yeah yeah. What's next? And we're looking for something to put our energy into to really challenge us. And you're just not providing it, but you're not providing it on purpose. Yeah, that's the key. You're not providing it on purpose. So then, that's what we do. We draw and we figure out creative ways to occupy our mind. And you know, and and they look at it as like you know, oh, that's not a good thing. When it's actually a great thing. Because look at look at this. You tapped into something when you were five, six, right? Let's look at people that have tapped into their passion or their talent early, right? The Whitney Houston's, the Beyonce that was singing their whole life, right? The girl, the yeah. Venus Arena that was playing tennis from this big Tiger Woods. You see, imagine if somebody would have looked at what you were doing, know, knew you were an artist and was like, let's run with that for your life. Imagine yeah. you would have accomplished by like 15.
3: Yeah, correct. You understand yeah, what I'm crazy, saying? It crazy, man. would
1: have been a millionaire by 15 already or something like that, you know what I mean? So right. it is very important to acknowledge when children have these artistic abilities, and it is our job as a community, as a community to invest in them and not downplay it, but support them and
3: push them forward. Right. Facts. Facts. It right. went into college, man. That um it's like you said, man, a uh, professor caught me drawing in class. Yeah. And I and you know, he said something to me. I was like, Oh man, we i don't seen this before. But he was like, nah, he was like, I get it. He was like, You know, you're drawing in class, man, so that that also you can take in everything that I'm giving to you. So, you know, I used to doodle in class, but it was because I needed to occupy my mind. So then years later, now what do they come out with? They come out with the fidget spinners for kids to kind of fidget. And, you know, so they're able to learn while they're occupying another side of their brain, I'm assuming. But, Yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, it was a professor that told me, man, he said, that's why you doodle, because you have to occupy the rest of your brain so that you can focus on telling you. So. That's, that's real, bro. Yeah, yeah so re- it wasn't
1: acceptable when you were doing it because they wasn't making a profit from it. That's what you just said. See, capitalism wasn't involved, right? What is the right. business? Center? It's something that a company came out that ended up being a billion dollar idea, Correct. right? right that doctors and everybody was prescribing these things or maybe trying to fidget spinner and yeah so now it became a capitalistic idea now it's acceptable because it's making money it's making tax revenue etc but you just doing it off the back is unacceptable right. see what i'm saying right.
2: yeah nah look Correct. at the
1: message they're sending
2: nah
0: That's that should, crazy, that man. that should is definitely crazy bro but what 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 impressed me too with that story bro that you said life was life and you said yeah. i'm just going to go do uh, that bro yeah. Most people wouldn't even do that, they just let life kick their ass, and you for you to identify that you have that you have that artist that you have to let it go, bro. Like, what was the first piece that you made that made you be like, Oh, nah, I'm gonna turn this into a business? Like, was you already making custom kicks for for the homies, for people in the neighborhood, stuff like that? Was you already doing that?
3: I was doing it for my son, man. So, I got a son, man. He Just uh, he's it's his first year of college, man. He plays for Mary State. Oh, uh, uh, dope, yeah, yeah, he yeah. played the ball for Mary State, man. and uh. So I was doing his kicks, man, for you know, ball games and stuff for basketball. And uh, you know, I was proud of man. I did I remember did, doing some uh Steph Curry's man, I did some like Louis Vuitton print on it. Okay. Mm. And uh they was trash though, but for me <laughs> at the time, yeah. For me at the time, man, it was like, whoa. Damn, damn,
2: damn. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh on, you can't run
1: back. Yeah. We didn't expect you to say that so yeah. I did him, I loved him. But them
3: shits was trash. <laughs> yeah, they was trash, dog. God, you know, the first couple, man. That's the, I, I, that's the real, that's the yeah, real. Yeah, I joke with my wife, man. I remember yeah. doing my first, like, 100%, because, like, you can do, like, you can paint it with a brush, but you can yeah. also airbrush, and you know, that takes that's a different kind of skill.
2: Yeah. And I mm-hmm. remember
3: doing my first lightning with an airbrush. Man, I thought that shit was so dope. I look back, like, I told my wife, like, that shit was trash. And she was like, <laughs> I never wanted to tell you, but you was so proud of him. right. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> shout out to the family. No, shout out to no, the wife and no. keeping the confidence up. Yeah, shout but, out to the but, but that's that's yeah. the
3: dope thing about it, man, is is everybody sees my stuff now and they don't know where I came from because like I said, my old Instagram was erased. Yeah. But if there's somebody out there listening that's doing anything in life, like don't try to just capture where you at right now, man. Just understand it's a process. Continue to grind and uh and then you can look back and be like, wow, you know, I've I've moved so far from, from where I was at so message
0: yeah i'm saying that's so real you
1: you get that man yeah definitely is is that not is that not the story of life though let's let's keep it on if a person has never had access to your past information wise video audio word of mouth whatever then they just don't know they only can see like okay if i didn't know you right like Who's Marcus, right? I don't know you. Like, let's say nobody knows you. And then tomorrow you're in Vogue, bro. And then, you know, or Vanity Fair. And then you with Luca, and you're doing deals with Nike. I'm like, Yo, who the fuck is Marcus? His cousin yeah. hooked him up. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. who's your brother? Who's your cousin? You know, somebody plugged you in because, especially if they feel like, I, what if somebody has been doing almost the same thing you've been doing? Because there's a lot of sneakerheads. Let's be clear. There's a lot of people doing right. custom sneakers. There's a lot of people doing a lot of custom things. So they're like, yo, I've been doing this shit 15 years. I've never heard of Marcus. How yeah. did no. they get killed? Why didn't that company call me? I'm pretty sure there's people in your state that, that were designing sneakers. Like why Definitely. didn't they call me? How did they call Marcus? So again, like, you know, it, it's 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 a it's a weird space that you end up being in when you become successful uh, yeah. because people don't know the backstory until you right. tell them. That's why Matt said it was very important for you to document document yeah. your story because one if you have a fan base now without them having the backstory information and you have a phenomenal struggle story and they see that you are authentic mm-hmm. you, that's your fan base is going to quadruple
0: yeah and I, I was going to just double and say anybody yeah. who's thinking like that why I didn't get the look is why you didn't get the look you shouldn't even yeah. be doing that you should be just putting in the work like my brother Marcus yeah. was doing yeah. and put in the work mm-hmm. like I'm going to tell you straight up bro when yeah. I started the podcast I had no rhyme or reason. It was the pandemic and I needed to get sales, bro. And I'm sitting there thinking like, damn, how am I going to put food on the table? Because I still got a number I have to hit at the end of the month and I have to hit a certain amount of revenue. So I'm just like, yo, bro, what if I just get people on the show? I had no lighting. I had no headphones, bro. I'm sitting in my bedroom, sitting Indian style. No, it looks terrible, bro. It looked terrible. You didn't even clean the
1: camera. I was like, yo, you got to clean the camera.
0: That's a fact. But guess what? You know what I'm saying? 56 episodes later. Yeah, man. we he we we a million dollars in profit from from yeah. from that podcast, and now we charting on this one. But they don't see the work that it goes into that shit. Yeah, how you know, many days I mean, had right, my damn computer shut off doing a damn mm-hmm. episode, all types of shit.
3: You, you know what I on. just heard, man, and that's and that's what I feel like. Like you just told me that you blossomed during the pandemic. Like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, I feel like you never really like get to where you need to be at unless you're going through some, you know, what I'm saying, some adversity, diversity. You know what I'm saying? It's just never going to be an easy path. And then you do something great because, like, you know, there was another level to it. For me, it was, uh, you know, now, you know, I started making shoes in, like, what was that, like, 2018 or something. No, I'm sorry. Probably 2020. Anyways, man, during the pandemic or whatever, I flew out to L.A. by myself um, and, you know, learned how to make shoes. But I took that next step, man, because I was unhappy with where I was at in life, you know, at my job and stuff, you know, um, I I work in maintenance right now, man. So within that maintenance, I'm, I'm the only African American, uh, things was kind of crazy during like the Trump administration, you know what I'm saying? Just hearing some of the stuff, like, um, some of the rhetoric that was repeated from, you know, things you might see in the news, like he deserved it or, uh, he shouldn't have, he should have complied. Like I was hearing those same things at work. So man, it was making me angry every day I would go to work. I was, I was, I was pissed off dog. And I told my wife, I was like, I got to leave. So I really, really start putting a lot of effort into my, you know, my craft at that point, Uh decided to fly out to LA and make shoes, man. So the rest is history from there. You know, a couple years later, really it was like a year and a half later, man, you know, we did horse kicks and that's a hundred percent because, you know, I bet on myself, like y'all talk about. Flew out to LA and made shoes,
2: man.
0: Well, well, obviously, aside from a big market, why LA? Yeah, uh, LA,
3: yeah. man, is where the shoe surgeon's at.
0: That's where oh, I'm just saying, besides, it's a big yeah. market, but is there certain like access to a certain you know materials yeah, like shoe that? Surging, man.
3: Nah, they they you. The shoe right. He's he's, te- he's bringing people in, man. He has classes, Uh-oh. uh, you go out there for a week and he teaches you how to make shoes, man. And, and then for Mary, it depends on what you do with it. So, you know, it's a Ooh. class of maybe 10 of us. And, uh, you know, I'm still good friends with all of them through uh, Instagram and, and one of them I'm real close friends with, you know, he lives in my city, but I'm pretty much the only one that's still making shoes, man. Everybody else just kind of flew out there. It was an experience and, you know, it may it may be all it was for them, but you know, I took my craft home, man. I couldn't afford to just go out there,
2: yeah.
3: blow 10 grand and come back and, and not do nothing with it. That'll mm, bro. That bro. Yeah.
1: That, that, again, that First of all, let me go back to it. It's L.A., bro. Like, yeah, uh, I'm not being funny. Like L.A. and New York is like you want to make it in this world, whatever you want to do. L.A. New York is the capital of it. You're gonna go to one of those two because we're doing it in one of those two states. And and you, you know right. what I'm saying? It's just where it is, like, yeah, L.A., bro. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying, it's L.A. I'm saying, but,
0: but he said <laughs> for the shoes, the shoe surgery could have been in Kentucky.
1: No, but I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> could have like, been. Can
3: nail the can nail though.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just saying though. If you think about uh, so many people's stories about acting and music and that, you know what I'm saying? You got to go to where it's popping at. You got to go to where the information is being given at. You know what I mean? But I also want to touch on this, right? Wait, wait,
0: wait. Before you do it, I also want to the flip side. There's so many motherfuckers that go to those places and don't. That's why I asked that question.
1: You know what I'm saying? you You can go there to live, but I'm just talking about go there for that reason. Yeah, no, even without that. Whether you... um. I'm just saying, whether you make it or not, I'm just saying, like a lot of people, you know, they will fly out for certain things because they know you'll get a bigger opportunity there, right? Remember, you know, Lexington is, is big, but it's nowhere near as big as New York as far as the metropolitan, silly city, oh, oh. city and the people. It's nowhere near. You're in, like Atlanta's big, it's nowhere near New York. Right. Not, and I'm just talking New York City, the, the five boroughs around right. Manhattan, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. It's just the opportunity because of the amount of people that are there and, and what they're doing at the level is different. But yeah. To touch on what you said real quick, and me and Jerry have experienced this a bunch of times, right? Uh, a lot of people, one, are afraid to invest in education. Let me say it again, right? Not college, but learning your craft, right. Right? right? Taking a class, a master class, whatever you want to call it, from somebody that knows what you want to know. For some reason, people don't want to pay for that. It's like weird, right? You'll spend money on all these other things. But let's say if you're like Marcus, you like, listen, you want to know how to make horseshoes? I got a class. It's $15,000. Take it or leave it. It's three days. And I'm going to teach you how to make horseshoes. You're going to get people interested. But once they hear that $15,000, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You're only going to yeah, get man. a few. Let's say 10 to sign up. Out of the 10, only two are going to see it all the way through. Not that the other right. eight didn't want to. But once they get the information and realize, oh, this is for real, for real. This is a process, process. They're going right. to be like, yeah, I, I don't know if I can see this thing all the way through. Because a lot of people want to be mm-hmm. famous. A lot of people want to be wealthy. A lot of people want to be rich. A lot of people are not willing to put in the work to get there. Correct. That Correct. path is not an easy road. And it is right. not for everybody. Yeah, it's rough. That road yeah. is rough.
3: <laughs> like you said, life be life. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, life be life, life man. Be life <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, I'm on third shift, man. So yeah. I just got off at 6 six this morning man but mm. hey i gotta get it in man you know i come home and, and put in hours you know uh of my craft man and and we just keep you know keeping on repeat that's so, it bro yeah, it's
0: gonna it's gonna happen bro it's gonna yeah. happen that down keep working bro that shit that shit gonna
1: happen so so let me ask you let's get it let's get back into now like i'm curious now so you start with you um you're designing these sneakers by yourself. Did you expand your company to involve like helping? Like, did you pick up a team now to help you fulfill these orders? Or are you doing all of these things like one man army?
3: I, I just seen uh, Jared, man. I seen him uh, with all his hats on. That's <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yeah. me right now, dog. I ain't now, mad, right now. I ain't like, mad. yeah, I ain't mad. I got one hat on right now, but <laughs> okay. I wear many, dude. Like, okay. you know, I'm doing, uh obviously there's our the side of it, just making horse kicks right but then there's you know the content creation mm-hmm. um i do have a lawyer okay you mm. know if there's a contract that needs to be done but but other than that man anything involving horse kicks is is, is solely me man wow. so that's dope, yeah. bro. That's,
0: that's I, I I I do have to I want to ask you a question, you know, because yeah. I'm a father as well, bro. Yeah. So how involved are your sons in into the creation of it too? Do they give you ideas like yo, this was popping on campus, dad? Like, what's up? Like, how involved yeah. are you he have them? He has more
1: than one. I heard he said he has uh one in college. I got four kids, man. I got four, yeah, four. kids. Oh, dope. I didn't yeah. even know. two, no, two, okay.
3: two girls four. and two boys, man. Oh, two and two. Mm. Okay. God bless, bro. Yeah, God bless. So, yeah. That.
2: yeah, yeah
3: so, now, you know, my, my son and my son and my oldest daughter, man, they give me the most input. Because okay. you know they're they're all about fashion right now, but you know they'll tell me if something's hot or if it ain't. You know he gave me uh, pointers on which shoes we partially use for horse kicks, um, different things like that, man. So you know I always bounce things off of them because I know you know our generation, man, is gonna look at things a lot differently than than what they rocking. So yeah, some of the cool. stuff they rocking, I don't be feeling, but yeah. uh, and you know vice versa, man. So I I, I have to incorporate that in thinking because. You know, looking at the demographics of the people who really like horse kicks, it's Mm -hmm. closer to his age group than mine and women at that. So mostly like younger women really love horse kicks versus, um, you know, guys of our age.
0: Makes sense, bro. You, you know, yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm start a debate right. Now. What's what's your favorite sneaker of all time? What's the greatest sneaker of all time, bro? Oh opinion? my
3: god, you're gonna start this. I guy. got I got to go with Jordan 11, man, because that's the first one I got, man. My mom had got her income tax in, man. She was like, We're going to the mall, we're gonna get you the whatever, Jordan you, 11.
1: You I, listen, you Jordan know, I'm, I gotta man. agree. I'm not going with any Jordans as my favorite sneaker of all time, like, I, oh, yeah. What, nah. what design beats the Jordan 11, the Concord? Uh, listen, I'm I'm telling you, you asked the question. Listen, my favorite sneaker yeah, yeah, of all time, stuff. hands down, is the posits, starting with the pennies, the the, 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 the Pepsi oh. Blue pennies with the with the black bottoms. And I'm going to tell you why I love the posits Because I was a street kid and because we couldn't afford a lot of sneakers, them fucking sneakers are indestructible. Back you damn near have to take it and scrape yeah. it across the concrete for this shit to get a scratch. So for somebody on a limited budget, that could just wipe these shits off and they look brand new almost all the way through, nothing beats the foam posit. It's indestructible, it's solid, it doesn't bend, it doesn't crease. The, the sole though, the sole though. Look, it's only this big. The so, You know, the toe is only this big. <laughs> Most of it is just laces and ankle. The toe is only like this big so you don't get the crease marks in it. So I'm yeah. just saying like- Yeah, you're right, man. I, that's my favorite, the foam posit, man. I think nothing beats the foam posit, man. Here's right? what
3: I'ma do for you, dog. I'ma, yeah. uh, we ain't gonna call the foam posits, but I'ma make a horse kicks. It looks very similar right. to a phone positive. We just can't call it phone positive, right? Okay, I
1: read I'm ready.
3: Yeah. Deb- no, I'm trying yeah, to think of a North name off
1: the top. As long as it's not black, you got to give it some color, man. <laughs> Please. I give got you. don't want the Pepsi Blue, yeah. man?
0: I Oh, you need the Pepsi Blue. The Pepsi Blue. You got to have the Pepsi Blue? Blue,
3: right?
1: Yeah, Pepsi Blue
0: is dope. Pepsi yeah. Blue is dope. I'm putting yeah, in in order right yeah. now, bro. I, I need yeah. a more than a title flavor, bro. You just let me know what the <laughs> I need, we you know need more I than a title you. flavor. You
1: know what I wanted to say to you too, Marcus. Um, and you know, I don't know if you've thought of this, but in the meantime, um, since people express such an interest in your hoodie, I would think, you know, if, if you haven't started it, um, I think you should start a merch line, right? And merch start is coming, oh, man. right. Oh, perfect. You know Dang what I'm saying? I was gonna say hoodies hoodies and just some simple t-shirts with your logo Correct. and a couple different flavors, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because people are asking for it, that's free promotion for you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And they're showing that they wanna support you. So I would definitely start a, a, a small merch line if you can. And if you need help with that, again, we can, we'll can. definitely point you in the right direction of Appreciate how to, how yeah. to easily um, start a merch line with minimal costs and things of that nature. Because the idea is for us to connect and share resources and share wow. ideas mm-hmm. To make the process easier for everybody, you know what I mean. Why make it harder? If we can make sure that you don't make three mistakes and you can get there in one move instead of four, then why not? Word. Right, and
0: vice you versa. You'd be like Marcus, word, yeah. your, your Jay, don't go through door yeah. number two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You know, Appreciate that's. That, man. I think if we did that more for each other as a culture, man, we would. The success rate over. would just explode, man.
2: Yeah, it'd be it would game explode. over. Right. But, yeah. even, but
1: right. even just look, look how we got here
0: today, though. Yeah, look yeah. how we got it today. Like you know what I'm saying, bro. This is a, this is probably one of the biggest weeks of our show. Yeah. It is like real, real talk. One of the biggest shows of our show inception, bro. Nigga, yeah. yeah. you, you, you like yo? What's good? We get. I, I want you this week, bro. Not yeah. next yeah. week, but this week. Well, we got yeah. the drink popping off, and we, I want to make sure we got that. That's just what we yeah. do, bro. Because we all yeah. about us, man. Because you you are yeah.
1: us, bro. We are you.
0: We yeah, be you want
1: on. to. Yeah, you. Right now, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it like Champ did it. I'm not gonna lie. We dubbed a lot of people. <laughs> 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 yeah, fact, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Sam, I ain't going to hold you. You said it, but I'm going to keep it real. We had a lot, and we're fortunate, right? We're fortunate that
2: people
1: are asking to come on to the show, but because it's our platform, we are going to pick and choose who we want, and we'll let you know in the moment. And when P.Y. was like, yo, I got a guy that would be perfect. You were instant, yes. Once we seen what you were doing, it was just when. We didn't even debate you. I'm telling you, we didn't even debate you. We looked like, this guy does what? We did the research immediately. It was immediate. It was just when we're going to get you on the show, so... Because your story has to get out there. It- it yeah, that's to, what bro. she
3: was saying, man. She told me to document everything. Yeah. Now, but I document everything going yeah. forward, and um, she's out. You know, she's pushing me, man. So she hit me up, and she was like, "Hey, you know, you need to try get on this podcast." And I was like, "That's what's yeah. up. I appreciate the opportunity." Yes, sir. I definitely had to make it happen.
0: Always love, bro. Like, yeah. if, if one mm-hmm. if one gem you don't get from from us from this, yeah. bro. Is that that docu- document documented, bro? Like just me pulling out my phone and documenting shit every single day changed my mm-hmm. life. And now I look at it like a journal, bro. So it's one thing for people to know your story, but it's another for people to follow your story as they see it and to see the progression in real time. It's a different right, connection right. you get with your community, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. We was with we was with David Shands. Shout out to David Shands. Yeah, like, This is a real smart dude. We was just with David Shans at his pod summit a couple weeks ago, and that's one of the things that he said as far as like um. Progressing and and, e, and EYL Earn Your Leisure said the same thing, right? When you're building this community, they seen them start off with a phone. They seen them start off in their living room. Then they seen them get a little better with a camera. Then they mm. see, so they're following the journey, right? So right. it's the same thing with you, right? So people see where you started. Let them follow your journey. So as you progress, they can see and feel like, yo, we're a part of his progression because we're his community. Right, you know what I mean? And and I and like Jared said, if you start releasing a little bit of footage, just you know, up, you know, don't filter this shit, right? Don't overthink it. Show the good, but show the bad too. Because the bad is what is what people connect to that you're authentic. Because nobody only has a only good story. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care what you came from. Everybody has good and bad stories, so don't just you know, saturate the market with only good, and they're like, Well, n- he never failed, you yeah, never yeah, failed? definitely. And then they start the question like, Nah, I don't believe it. So, you know, show the good and the bad, and allow people to see your humility and your struggle and your strength to progress through that. and The community you're going to build from that is
3: going to be amazing.
0: I mean, amazing, bro. Yeah, you, right. you're, you're on the way, man. You're on the way, man. Exactly. It's all out
3: there, man. So yeah, uh, and sometimes it don't be feeling that way man but like I said when you yeah. when you doing a lot of things by yourself man you just got to stay focused and continue to grind and trust that God going to put you through on the other side man so
1: But you're not by yourself. And I was about to say the same shit. No, I no, swear no. to god I was going to say the same. No no no. No no no. You're not by yourself. You have a phenomenal Support system, you got a strong woman behind you, yeah. Facts, and you got and you got strong kids behind you, you got family behind you, bro. And from two guys that are sitting side by side, from that we are big family men. When you got your family behind you, bro, you cannot lose. Facts, right? Right, cannot lose, bro, because most of the time, and we've had too many people come on the show. The entrepreneurial journey can destroy families. Uh, Oh, yeah destroy families, right? So when you are one of those fortunate people to say, no, my family is backing me, they understand the hustle, they understand the struggle, and they are with me through the grind, it's not if you're going to win, it's just win. It's
0: just right. win, bro. And we have those conversations all the time, too, bro. It gets hard on everybody. Hard. Yeah. yeah. On everybody, yeah. bro. it be some days, Like, God damn, I want.
1: Ah, I just want to make it already. <laughs> like,
2: like, but damn, I'm
1: going to not... be all the way transparent with you. We had a oh, conversation boy. about an hour ago facts uh-huh me and him and i'm like i said we don't hold nothing back we're not coming on this show lying about nothing there's a lot of times i might need some motivation and my cousin will say something to me and we'll get off the phone and i'll call him back and say yo that was some real shit you said to me
3: right right like, yeah. i'm telling you like we had a conversation
1: right. two days ago three days ago about family bro about fucking family bro uh-huh. and i had a difference of opinion and he like no cuz oh and the shit he spit after we hung up, I had to call him back and say, that was the realest shit you ever said to me in your life, bro. And
2: right, I'm gonna yeah. change right.
1: because I wasn't looking at it that way. Like, And you telling me that gives me the energy to handle it a different way. So, And we had conversations like That's that this morning. So you always need that feedback from your family, man. And, and, and when they're real and they're supporting you, the energy that it gives you to push through the hard times is, is unmatched, man. Yep. Right.
0: And, and you also got brothers now too, bro. Yeah, you got, fact. you got brothers now that you that's can head up hey, I'll and be, be like, like, what's that, up y'all? Yo, yo, yeah, yeah. on a Tuesday. Yo, JT, yeah. what's good, man? It's what's good? Yo, Chad, yeah. what you doing, man? We we rocking today? We getting yeah. this
3: money or not? Nah? Right. Yeah. So, so for me, right. that's the dopest thing, man, is, yeah. is that I can take from horse kicks is, uh, you know, all the doors is open. Yeah. And, uh, I, heard you, I also heard you, because I, I I look at y'all's episodes, man. I went back and watched a lot of y'all's stuff. <laughs> and uh, some did. of the biggest things I took from that, man, was I can open my phone up, man, and I got some crazy, I got some successful people in there that- I Book. You know, it was on the first, book. yeah. Yeah, that's on the first, like, just text, yeah. shoot them a text, man, and they, they write me back. Yeah, so,
0: that's it. That's it. Brunch that's just, man. That's,
3: at, sometimes that's more than, than you know, the initial money side of it, is building those, uh, you know, relationships, That's it. That's all we talk
0: about,
1: bro. Relationships and currency. Your network is your net worth. Thanks. Your network is your net worth. Look, we mess with PY. PY plugs you in. Instant success. Mm. Instant instant on, you see? And that's another thing that that we we are personally going to change with the culture. So hear me say it right now. I don't give a fuck what nobody else does, right? If we rocking with you, we're going to give you the opportunity. You're not begging for it. You're not you're not paying for it. You didn't you didn't pay to come on this show. You didn't have to jump through hoops. We looked at your story. We loved it. You're on the show. We're not begging or we're not having people beg for opportunity because a lot of the times our culture does that. Somebody wants to give you opportunity. But why I got to jump through seven hoops for it?
3: Right, big facts, you know, man.
1: I gotta fucking run backwards and rubby baby buggy bumpers and do all this stuff <laughs> do all this, do all this, hop on one leg and pat my stomach and rub my head at this. Why we gotta why we put each other through all that shit before we offer the the, the opportunity because that shit is not genuine. If you genuinely want to help somebody, it should come with no strings attached.
2: Facts,
1: no strings yeah. attached. We're gonna give you this platform because we want to see you succeed. Bottom line. Bottom, you
0: are, and we know you are, bro.
1: And that's it. And that's yeah, how we I pay it forward, that, broski. Yeah.
2: Definitely,
1: yeah, we well- see each other at the top. Yeah. So and so, I got some more questions for you. If you got some time, you know what I'm saying. Shoot them, man. So, yeah. So you know, um, we was talking about some of these crazy stories, right? We were telling, mm-hmm. talking about some of these crazy stories. So, um. We talked about the Nike. Did you resolve the thing with Nike because you got... because I know Jordan wanted to give you the collaboration, but that's the Jordan brand under Nike. But I know Nike itself has sent you the, the cease and desist. So yeah. I just
3: want to backtrack real quick. Did you resolve that with Nike? So the, the resolution was just stop doing it, man. So, okay. you know, they understood where it was at. There was enough stories published at the time to say, oh, all right, we see what it is. They They thought at first it was like... I was a huge manufacturer just about to start dropping like Nike I horse kicks. Yeah. So, uh, but then the second time they was like, listen, you know, we respect the talent, but you go, you gotta stop doing what you're doing. Um, but Nike, um, you know, Jordan brand came after that, man. And I remember telling them like, Hey, you know, I'd love to work with you, but I can't make it look exactly. And I was like, no, 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 we got that handled. And that's how I realized that it was an official Jordan collab because they was like, yeah, they've already signed off of it. They love the idea it's all good so mm. you know basically the resolution on the nike standpoint was just you know just stop doing it you know okay. don't make any more nike horse kicks and okay. and go from there but
0: you know you uh, know what i'm think- thinking as you say that bro what about i would even consider reaching out to companies that like a foreign sneaker companies that are looking to get a foothold in the us market think about places like anta right anta they got clay thompson and all those all those yeah. small brands that are looking to get a us market share yeah. holla at them as a creative director and get that going. That could be a big they're not gonna see some this issue. They want the names, yeah. they want those eyeballs,
3: right? Right. Yeah. Yes, man. It's crazy because you would think, like, even some of the current um people who produce horse boots already, you would think they would reach out for that collaboration. Word. Like I've I've not heard from any of them people. It's a, it's, it's a reason crazy. why. It's a reason why. Yeah,
1: you can't have it all, baby. Gonna... Listen. You can get a little bit more, but come on, Mark. You know, it. come on, man. They, Listen, it, they uh, gave, they gave, they gave it, it to Marky Mark.
0: Mark. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. right. The Marky You're Mark. Yeah, Marky Mark. <laughs> Your name is Mark one. I wasn't going to say it, man, but, you know, it's wild, though, because yeah. you got to understand, man. Yeah. Horse kicks transcended just horses. Yeah, like, yeah. it's in a fashion magazine, dog. It's, it was on CNET, CNN, it, it was everywhere. So, like,
2: yeah.
3: I took a product and took it just from horses and put it in a whole new atmosphere. I mean, it's in the NBA. Um, the Seattle Seahawks reached out. They wanted to do some some stuff. Wow. Hey, dudes. Like, all yeah. these people, man. So it, it wasn't just like it was, you know, only. Um, in the horse you know in the horse world or in the equine world of things like we took it man it transcended even that and we you know we put our culture to it we put our cultural spin to it and we just took it to a whole new level so i would think that if they wanted to get out just horses man that they would have reached out but i've not heard anything because
0: you're because you're uber bro you're disrupting an entire market right you see right. disrupting a market. your Uber, right? So they, yeah. the cab drivers didn't get it. Hey, what the Ooh. fuck is this technology shit? What is someone picking you yeah. up? I'm gonna, are they going to flag me right. down well, like they well, normally they do? they
1: like, I get it, but they're like, I paid $300,000 so for a medallion. For, medallion. Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? And you can download this app for free? Right. They don't want to yeah. get it. You know how much money they're losing? They don't want to get it. Exactly.
2: Yeah. That's why they didn't
1: reach out to you because they know now. Now, see, that's different. You're in their market. You see?
2: The
3: yeah. more
1: sneakers you sell, the less boots they sell. You understand, and if you start a sneaker, who says you don't end that boots?
3: So right now, the dope thing, man, is if they reached out right now, I'm taking their boots, and I'm just making them look different. So right. That's where right. that's where they got a they got a chance to to reach out and say, hey, we want right. to do an official collaboration, right? But if it gets to the point to where now I got a sidestep step and do my own thing, that's where you know that's where it kind of gets risky for them who
0: but who do you reach out to for official collaboration is like the creative director like who is the person you would reach out man, to man
3: like so like mean. i said i'm hoping through all these doors and stuff that i'm yeah. that i'm opening and all these people i'm meeting that someone says hey man this is who you should probably reach out to yeah to do this cuz i mean i don't know i mean i that's don't real. know so. that's real yeah.
0: nah, that's real bro yeah. and if we find out i got we got you we're going to find out we're going to ask the question I, mean, I got some, somebody, somebody
3: knows something man so we'll just keep knocking on doors man so somebody says hey this is who you need to talk to yeah but I, I
0: I would assume it would be a creative director or a marketing VP or somebody mm-hmm. like that when an official collab. Yeah. So just think, look, at, yeah. like start with like a VP of marketing, and mm-hmm. just say, hey, look, like they, bro, all you have to do is show them the video.
3: Yeah. 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 So That's how you gotta I, do. I
1: think whoever like let's just say if you wanted to start at the baseline level, whatever company puts out the shoe that you want to deal with, obviously they're gonna have a website with an about us, and they'll have a, yeah. Us, yeah, You know, where those have contact us information And then you can start there and say, okay Find out who the CMO is or who the CO is, You know what I mean? And then try to reach out to them Directly and just, you know, or work your way up the ladder Like you said, you know, get in touch with somebody Say, listen, I'm already doing this How about, you know, we do this I've been already in a magazine And they can't ignore you because at the level that you're doing it at Once they see yeah. it, they're like, you need to talk to this guy
3: Yeah, I would think so too, man But uh yeah, I, I got to figure that out, man I got to figure out who to reach to to reach out to and, and go from there, but go yeah, I agree, team, man.
0: Go for Meg the Stallion, you know yeah, man. Was, uh, <laughs> Right? Wouldn't that be know. some shit? i just I'm hey, skimp balling. You know you me, like that,
3: son. Stop it, son. You'd be amazed to you know, reach out, took, man. We,
1: we took we took it out, right? We used to have a, a sound with uh, Al Pacino. Fuck is wrong with this guy? because uh, <laughs> nah. you was about to get that. You was about you to you get be amazed that.
3: who reached out, man
1: make the it's, stallion it's, for horse kicks is
3: for the for no the no not yet man but i'm just saying man i think she has yeah.
1: horses or something
3: but i'm trying to tell you bro you with jazz and houston because she's I from the age the stallion yeah, I'm, I'm hoping older, jazz is man. watching man we gotta open up a, a shit ton of doors man for me so
0: yeah, yeah and, and, and i'm gonna throw it out there you know that's your bro bro jazz if you're watching this you yeah. got to invite to more than a title, man. Pull up, stop, uh, play, come with the real, bro. And let's, let's say, have a real conversation. I'm going to shoot him a text,
3: man. I hope he is watching. But if not, man, I'm going to shoot him a text and say, hey, man, they trying to get you on the show.
0: Right. Yeah, we would love to, bro. Because what, what their family did for hip-hop, for the culture, bro. Yeah. Like, I, more fan, more... Because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to build generational wealth for our families. We're trying to create freedom, bro. And what yeah. they've been able to do in the culture, it needs to be said. I know they got books. They got the so, But it's another thing having a conversation like this with the real and really getting it out. And I think yeah, it'll fast. really impact
3: a lot of people, bro. And he's a cool dude, man. So, like, just opening up those, you know, those relationships, man. So so when I first talked to Jazz, he was like, you know, once, you know, we're going to do business with the horse kicks. But I also want you to do my boxers, man. So that's how I did the shoes for Shakur. You know, I ended up doing uh, uh, a pair of shoes for Shakur. Wow! And then that led to you know, I, I was almost potentially the one that was gonna do the shoes for a Bud Crawford's fight. So mm. I think he let his, yeah, I think he let his homie doing, which is dope. You know, his is uh yeah. one of the dudes he messed with, man, does does shoes and and clothes and stuff. So I that's think a, that's who he went with. But right. I was this close, man, to securing the bag, man, and not even that financial side of it, but. Being put in history as as uh you know that fights gonna go down in history, history. yeah so, absolutely,
0: yeah, but but that's a lane top it up, yeah.
3: That's, right. a,
0: that's a fire lane.
1: You know yeah. what though? I don't think that you miss that opportunity. I just believe, like, if you're a spiritual brother, then you gotta understand that there's there's what you want and yeah. there's there's what you're gonna get when it's time for you to get it. Like I said, you're not gonna get it. Correct. But you're gonna you're gonna get what you deserve, right? And I believe correct. that you're gonna get your opportunity. That's not a lost opportunity because again, boxers love custom clothing, it only makes correct it, right. Correct. Even even if you don't do the, the shoes, he might be like, Yo, my homie gonna do the shoes, can you do the shorts or can you do the robe? And right. you can right. do the same exact thing, right? So I definitely believe that you're gonna get your opportunity to do that, is just you know, not at the moment, but because you were even considered. For that, uh, yes, but, but to be in the building, right? Believe yeah. that they got the they eye on you, correct? Believe that they got the eye on you, and, and you're not lost by the wayside. You understand? Absolutely, saying
0: take, take all your wins, bro. Agency yeah. came to you directly, and I don't, I just want to, I just want to preface this for the people out there. Absolutely. You know how difficult it is for an agency, right? They're going to do their research. They're going to do their due diligence. They're going to reach out to people. They're going to call your mom in. They're going to do their research before they put up that money for a campaign. And they came to you right. specifically, bro. You didn't right. say anything about a bidding war. It didn't sound like you had to pitch them. Mm. It sounded like, yo, I want you for this project and let's right, make it right. happen. What does that look like, bro? That is yeah. a testament to your hard work, bro. Uh,
3: it was crazy because I don't I don't think it would have been as dope as if they would have found somebody outside of the city. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Lexington, no. Kentucky. Right, and yeah. uh, the fact that they was able to find an artist in Lexington, you know, to boost, you know, Lexington's tourism was, was part of the beauty of the whole, um, you know, of of the whole campaign. So, fire,
0: bro. But that's yeah. how, that's that ties it because that was your opportunity. That wasn't mine. Yeah, correct. It correct. wasn't nobody in New York. Nobody in Los Angeles. Somebody could went to the shoot program out in L.A. That was mm-hmm. your shit to have, bro. And that's what yep. just to tie it back to what Chad was saying, bro. You're gonna get yours. And like I'm also thinking, as you said it, bro. Like for the horse kids, do horses have accessories, other accessories besides the boots and stuff? I'm not familiar with that space. Like, would they come out in a road for the Kentucky Derby? Do they have the, the the eye things, right? There's other shit that you can design along with your horse kids that you may be considering? I'm on it, man. Oh, okay, I
3: got cool. something of that too You don't want to
1: drop too much. You don't want to drop too No, much. I'm just kidding. It's
3: cool, man, because yeah. the, the one thing that I don't worry about, man, is, like, the people who's doing it right now, they're yeah. not a part of our culture, man. So, right, right. it won't be their idea, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to really tap into the culture to to reproduce that. So, like my my thinking is different from theirs. Like I'm I'm bringing how we dress and how we feel into the equine world. So I don't really worry about somebody like really copying that unless there's another person that looks like me or or came from my background that gets that into is. the space.
2: That
3: yeah. is. That's
0: it, that bro. You, what you shit me? That deserves a one of them. That deserves. Yeah. A-
3: yeah. What he's trying to tell you is
1: he's authentic. I'm not a culture yeah. of, of the culture. Yeah. I'm yeah. Of the culture. Right. I live and I breathe this culture. So you're not going to get more authentic. We see, you know what happens. You know what happens, right? Instead of getting people from the culture that represent the culture, they get people that think they've studied the culture enough
3: to copy the culture. Right. You dig I had me? I don't work that way, man. You dig yeah. me, right? right. right. And you're right. not on right. us. You know what I mean? Right. You know what well, I mean? Like I said, even when I made the first ones, man, I made sure that they were lace, how I would wear my right. sneakers. Right. And somebody may not think about that little bitty, I, you know, detail, man. Attention to detail. Yeah, it's
1: all Absolutely. about the
3: optics of it. Yeah. So you know, it hit home more with more people. Yeah. More sneakerhead people was really feeling it, and you know, sharing, you know, sharing the story. So when they yeah. see it, oh man, this horse got on sneakers, but they're untied. A lot of people couldn't understand that concept. Like, why would you put, you know, uh, shoelaces? A lot of people not of the culture couldn't understand why the shoelaces were a big thing. You know, I, I seen a lot of people comment, and and they were, you know, baffled about why why a horse would even have shoelaces on the shoe. Right.
0: But, I th- I think it's dope as long as I ain't hurting a yeah. damn horse. That shit is dope. Nah, I don't. <laughs> and and they're it not did. even the it's shoelaces ain't even
3: functional, yeah. man. The the way right. that I've made it, the shoelaces don't even matter. Right, fire.
1: fire. Yeah. See, aesthetic is just aesthetics. aesthetics. Yeah, correct. It's, correct. The, it's called the finishing product. It's, it's the little things, the attention to detail that'll set you apart from somebody else. You correct. know what I mean? Correct. Yeah, man. So I got a question for you, right? So you are you're growing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jared is a big believer in manifest destiny, right? Manifest destiny. Talking about what you want and manifesting it. So what does Marcus want? Where do you see yourself in the next three years? What's your next three to five year goal? Where do you see yourself with horse kicks? I want to hear it right now. Manifest your destiny.
3: So if I had to manifest it, man, the first thing is to be able to, I think the world is only seeing like, they've only seen a small portion, man. Cause like I said, I work full time. Right. So, you know, I'm coming in here, putting in hours, four or five hours here and there. But if I could really, really focus on it, then I, I think I could do even more amazing things. So if I had to manifest, man, just being able to step out and do it 100%, you okay. know what I'm saying, to work for myself, do it 100%, not have to clock in to no nine to five, not have to wor- uh, worry about, uh, you know, asking someone if I can get a vacation day to to maybe come to the, you know, be in person with y'all at the show or anything, right. man. So right. the rest to take care of itself, man. If I manifest just being able to leave my job, and and to uh, do my business, you know, hundred percent. Right. The rest to take care of itself. You know, I I would definitely bet on myself and and know that I could succeed. I, I've seen it happen. You know, doing it, you know, attempt of what I should be putting into it. So Amazing. that's you know, really what I, know I need where I'm about to manifest.
1: About to go with it, Jared. You know where I'm about to go with it. You know where I'm about to go with it. So Marcus, listen, man. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you, right? Think about what you just said. If you're accomplishing. This much, with mm-hmm. this amount of time, right? If it gets to a point where you are, you got to make a decision. You wanna, you wanna scale horse kicks for generational wealth, or you wanna work and kind of, you know, play with this thing as a pastime and hope that it generates it. Would you be willing? And this is a real question, right? Real because shit, real you might be faced with this decision. Would you be willing to quit your job and say, "Listen, hell or high water, I need to focus a hundred percent." On horse kicks, because I'm giving horse kicks fifteen percent, and I'm doing this much already. If I even gave it sixty percent, imagine what you could accomplish. Would you be willing to quit your job with a family? Because this is a serious, serious question, and go a hundred percent all in bet on yourself for horse kicks.
3: Do you think you could be able to make that type of a decision? We out, man. I'm yeah, definitely. Okay, it, but, you know, I've, I've had talks with, my, with uh, you know with my pastor, man, about. Okay. Walking out on faith, man, and trying to figure out what that looks like. Do I just, you know, walk out on faith and, and not really know? So, you know, I've been having that talks. I've been having that talks with my wife and with my family, man. We're trying to figure out what that looks like. Uh some doors may open up for my wife to allow me to leave. Okay. We'd be able to uh wow. do it hundred percent. So Super. Dope. Um, I love it. I know what's gonna happen, man. It's just it's just win. Like I said, Excellent. I've been talking yeah. to Jazz. We're gonna figure that out. I know him touching it would push it through the roof as well. So
0: that's it bro just trying to figure it it out and to give you context too bro like the reason why chad asked that question because we did the same thing
3: yeah this time
0: last year we were faced with that decision right i was fired from a company and i'm like yo why am i working for another brand and they're parading me around utilizing my brand and they're getting money on the back end but when shit happens right hard decisions gotta get made who's the one first out it's me, right? So, why sit yeah. there, keep doing that, leveraging relationships, going to your pocket, doing all this, bringing me right, in. right. Be doing that for myself, but we are a year in, but I haven't gotten a paycheck a year in. Family, I got two kids, bro. Yeah. that's why we be saying we had that conversation earlier today. It is very it's difficult,
1: it's a fact, yeah. But
0: guess what? We know the past, just like you, bro. It's not it's the same thing he just said, the same thing you said. He said, earlier. yo, it's, yeah. we know it's a when, we know it's going to happen. Does it look like how we want it to look right, right now? Probably not. But it will, bro. And that's what we're betting on, bro. So that's why we wanted to ask you that question to really affirm, be like, yo, bro, we doing the same exact thing as you. And we know if you do that, it's to the moon, bro. So sometimes it's going to be difficult, but we have to for our kids because what we're doing it for, bro, the
3: family. Right. Right, right,
1: no, well, because you only got 24 hours in a day, Marcus. You understand what I'm saying? And if you right. and Jerry used to get mad at me because we used to argue Damn. a lot, and I used to draw a pie chart, and I'm like, let me let me let me explain this to you, right? Oh. <laughs> Real, shit, though, right? Because sometimes, I'm like, Do you understand what I'm saying to you. You got think about what you said you on third shift, let's call it a minimum yeah. of eight hours out of 24 hours out the day, mm-hmm. eight is gone. What's your travel time to and from work? right? That might be, yep. you know, 40 minutes there, 40 minutes back. Let's just count that as another two hours. You understand? That's 10 hours of your day going right off the bat. You understand what I'm saying? Now, out of 24 hours, you only got 14 hours. Out of the 14 hours, how much you dedicate into family, how much you dedicate into sleep, how much you dedicate, you understand, right. to your business. So you have to be realistic with understanding that you only have 24 hours a day to get these things done. So time yeah. allocation, that's what college teaches you, right? Time allocation, right? Really, that's really what it teaches you. Is you have to allocate a certain amount of time to your craft, right? And me and Jared have these talks because we get offers. Like, I got an offer, like a couple days ago, I told Jared, you know, one of my old bosses, like, yo, can you do me a favor? And I'm like, How much? And she's like, dismount. And I'm like, Nope. (laughs) And she's like, What do you mean? I'm like, I I don't get out of bed for that number. Like, because you want me to work for that number, but you don't want the work right. that number. You still want 100% of work, but you want to pay me 70% of, no, I don't, I don't work for that. I'd rather stay working for myself and 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 don't do anything. You know what I mean? So right, I wouldn't right, right. ask you a question or put you in a position that we haven't made that decision mm. ourselves or asked ourselves that same right. question. You know what I mean? So I appreciate the honest answer. Yeah. And we're here to tell you, like there are good days and there are bad days, but right. there's a lot of benefit to just really diving into your craft. And, and giving it, you know, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100%, um, you will see a, a a difference in how how quickly your, your, mm-hmm. your craft and your, your system moves forward.
3: Yeah. Fellas, yeah. so I, I got to stop you real quick, though. We
1: good? My,
3: my Yeah, my iPad, though, man. I, I yeah, we good. Problem. All right, so listen. Listen, um, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, y'all can find yeah. me at uh, Marcus yeah. underscore uh, Floyd underscore Infinite. That's on IG. Bet. Or uh, horse.kicks. As well. Actually, yeah, we going to make sure we have a pop-up. Up. Yeah, yeah, and we're
1: going to drop you our number, Marcus, man. We definitely yeah. got a snack, and we're going to extend to you the invitation that uh, Jared extends to everybody. If you're ever in New York, please hit us up. You have, you have an open invitation, man. Let's go hang out and break bread. Oh, it, It's, shit, oh,
0: it's, it's, it's shit all good, out. man. It died on us shout out to everybody who's watching right now man there's a lot of gems this was a real conversation man we're gonna see you guys next week for yeah. another great episode we got natalie smith from down to PLC. stock. and then you know, already know September 28th, we got the former middleweight champ coming through to mess with us. Peter like, Quillen, baby.
1: You know, you too excited about that. You know how I feel about who he beat. You know, it's my man. He beat my man. So I can't be, you know, he beat my man. <laughs> pause, pause, pause. Pause. He paused. i saying pause, nigga. <laughs> I knew <he> was like, <laughs> we got end off on that no. Yo, we we'll love y'all. Oh, also, so listen, like like Jared said, man, thank you guys always. Uh, You can find us exclusively, exclusively on the Alive Podcast Network. Like Jared likes to say, we are growing and we are glowing because of you. We appreciate you. And we coming back with more fire episodes, more than the title, baby. We out of here.